Welcome to the Color Auntie Podcast. My name is Grace, joined by my co-host, Kozan. And we are so glad that you're here with us. We're just your northern girls trying to live our best life. We're here to help you through those dreadful morning commutes, or if you're just wanting to hear Quay out of things you may be experiencing, because both Quay and I have been there. We don't really know what we're doing in life, but we're hoping to figure it out with you along the way. <laughs> yeah. So listen, your podcast aunties love ya. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Call Her Auntie podcast. It's your homegirl, Quay. I'm reporting live from Garden River First Nation today. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host. Grace. Hey, everyone. Um, I'm not in Garden River, even though it looks like a ton of fun from all the stories and posts I see. I'm still back home in Hamilton, Southern Ontario, trying to survive the heat of this heat wave. How is the weather up north, Quay? It's an Ontario heat wave. It oh. is like feels like 41. Um, yesterday was kind of crazy. We all felt like we were melting, but I remember that we were used to this before. Like we were used to it being really hot at Palos, but because we have been in a pandemic for so long, I think we all we all melted. <laughs> we're not used to boiling not so much. Yeah, I know the heat is a lot. Luckily, yesterday in Hamilton, it wasn't, it was hot, but there wasn't too much sun. So like, it's almost like when you got the heat, the humidity and the sun, it's just like too much. Um, We're lucky we have AC at home, but we don't have AC in our car. So it's like, it, like, it's a hot box, like for, for real. And like, in the heat it gets because you also feel the heat from the car warming up and it just like comes through and when there's no wind or anything like we are just like like I I think I told Quinn like my back is sweaty and my back never sweats because of just like sitting in the car um so yeah just been surviving the heat went to a patio last night with um some friends and that was really fun and yeah, just kind of been living it easy at home with Nico and our dog. Um, our dog got shots yesterday, um, which was cool. He's, Good. Yeah, so he's got his like rabies shots and like other ones. I don't even know like their name, but they're supposed to get at that age. <laughs> so yeah, how have you been? I have been surviving. Um my dad doesn't have central air at the house and my in my room when I come home I usually have a ceiling fan so it's fine but my ceiling fan fell off like it just fell off the the ceiling so I my dad like had turned on our we have like a little box AC so he turned it on like two days in advance advance before I was coming home and if you can if my mic is catching in the background my dad's just on the phone with my uncle right now so (laughs) Sorry to our listeners for two conversations. Um, and then he doesn't have a, we have a truck and he doesn't have AC either. So when me and my friend Nora, we were driving up to come and her car's out of, it's just like, not out of commission, it's just like in the shop right now. We were like, we need to rent a car because we need that AC because we knew it was going to be a heat wave. And we're like, we can't. And her dad's a little bit older. So she was like, I can't have my girls and my dad in the van 
with no AC when it's like feels like 41. I can't do that. Um, and but then I went to Good Life for the first time too. Um, that was it was so good and it felt so like you know when the endorphins hit like it was such a good day after that and then <clears throat> it wasn't too bad because I'm sorry as well the res dogs in on my shooter barking um <laughs> and my cat is like at the window ready to attack like why are you you're not gonna save any lives or she you might but you when we're at the palo there is <laughs> your we're we're really lucky as well because we're by the water so we have the bay there and then the air the air the wind was coming off the water and it was cooling us off every now and then so that was a relief um but that gets us into where the the main point of our topic and the theme of our topic today is powwows so welcome to um a grace and clay production called powwow 101 <laughs> well let's Let's start with the whole reason that you are back home is because of your community's powwow. Yeah. So many people are here from Toronto, like Stephanie Panguish, Lauren Lane Wide-Eye, Deanne Hutfield and John and their their whole little fam. Um, There's some vendors from down south. Vendors are key. Like vendors are going to be the reason why I come home and can't pay my rent. (laughs) I like went to like only three vendors and I was like, buying this skirt, buying this keychain, buying these earrings. And then, then I'm like, all of a sudden, I'm like, okay, I have to stop. Oh my God. I love but it. I might, I might go back to today. No, I will go back to, back today and like get different earrings. Um, They're from the Trailblazing Beads booth and they're a really good company in the suit that sells beads. So, but Grace, I, I have to show you a photo because I want us to get like matching. Earrings. I was going to say, send me some pictures today. <laughs> Okay, well, so yeah, we're the we're the first ones in this area to, to host a powwow competition out of the pandemic. Everyone's taking precautions very seriously. We're doing contact tracing for everybody coming in and out. Um, and then it's really, I noticed it is hard to social distance, but everyone is like respecting people's space. That's good. And yeah, and a you lot of people masks. are asking, oh, like, can I hug you? Or like, and you yeah. are, do you want me to wear a mask? And I really feel good about that. Yeah. Do you have to wear masks? Like I saw one picture of someone dancing with a mask on. I don't think it's mandatory, but it's also whatever your comfort zone feels like. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm glad that people who are wearing them and dancing um, are doing that because you have to feel comfortable. Yeah, totally. Oh, that's so nice. So um, let's go into what a powwow is. So for our listeners who maybe never been to a powwow, never heard of a powwow, a powwow, as according to Google, is a celebration of American Indian culture in which people from diverse Indigenous nations gather for the purpose of dancing, singing, and honoring the traditions of their ancestors. The term powwow, which derives from a curing ritual, originated in one of the Algonquin nations of the Northeast Indians. So yeah, we say that's from Google because we also have like our own explanations from <laughs> yeah. both Quay and I. So Quay, since I kind of opened that up, what is your explanation of a powwow? Okay, so if I was explaining to somebody like we would do at work or like any of my friends who had never heard, I'd be like, 
A powwow is a turn up, a cultural turn up. (laughs) (laughs) It is. It's a weekend long, two to three days, depending. Um, And and it's like, there's three different types. There's like a traditional one, that's like two days. There's a, a competition, that's like three. And then there's ones that like we do at our work that are like one day, one afternoon, like an exhibitional. So we're sharing, we're sharing our culture, helping people understand like a cultural exchange, right? Yeah. But there's a lot of different styles and every style means something and has like a story with teachings. Yeah. And then really important is that when we're talking to people about it or like we're at a powwow, every dance outfit, it's not called a costume. They're called a regalia and you should learn or ask what their style is it's like by style so you should ask what their style is and learn that term and ask questions on your own and so yeah um about the the style of regalia also ask like what the origin story of that dance is um because that's also very interesting as well um quite are you done your explanation yeah, like learning the, learning the origin story, you might have to like offer tobacco to ask for that. But like also you can be curious and then someone can tell you that too. Like, oh, you should, you should put tobacco for that ask or something. So like, it's all cool. It's all okay. Like it's a learning process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what about you? So I love how you said it's a cultural turn up. Cause I, when you said that, I thought of Caravana like in Toronto and I'm like hey we're kind of like that too like you know we we're not so like um our like regalia or I'm not sure what they call it is different but it's still like we get you know glammed up with like the beaded jewelry and like um the custom individualized regalia and it's just all so special like what you wear and there's so much time and beauty that Mm -hmm. comes into all of it so yeah, what I said was that it was a cultural celebration, uh, a lot of dancing. And of course there's like the prayer aspect of it, which I always love to. Um, what I learned is the drum's really powerful and there is a big main drum. Um, growing up, I've learned that, you know, when you're on your cycle as a woman, um, that you are so powerful that you, you do have to stand off to the side. Um, and even like when you are pregnant, you know, like you're, when you, what is it when you're, when you're dancing, you, you offer, you offer, is it you offer tobacco or, and then if you're carrying a baby, it's almost like you're offering that baby if you're in the surf. Is that it, Quay? It's like when you're holding something, but yeah. like you're not to be holding a baby or like, because it's like an offer, you hold, you hold something up because it's an offering or you're grateful for this offering and then you're not yeah you're not supposed we should get some clarification on that because you're not supposed to be in there when you're pregnant right and then you shouldn't be holding a baby when you're in there yeah and then the baby I always thought it was because like it's such a a cool not I don't know cool thing but it's like um when they're able to walk on their own that's like a special moment that they're in that circle and it's like 
it's different all over too. Like you do here. I remember when I was pregnant, I was hearing that I can go into the circle and other people are saying I shouldn't. So it, it is different um, wherever you come from. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, that is our explanations of what a powwow is. Next topic of powwow 101. Quay, when was your first powwow? Um, we were talking, we talked about this before in the podcast and we both said like it was when we were little babies, but I, the first time I remember a powwow was from my own community and it was a traditional powwow. Um, I must have been like, and I don't know, grade seven, grade eight, grade seven, because it was like our first competition one. And I know that my brother was volunteering because he needed community service hours and like they were giving that out. And then I wanted to go hang out and like help help out at the powwow. So I started doing community service hours too, but I was in grade seven. <laughs> and then I just, it was just volunteer hours. Um, that, that was the first one I remember, aside from being a baby. What about you? Um. So growing up in Thunder Bay, um, annually the Fort William has their powwow. Um, but then the schools also have their powwows as well, like Lakehead University. I remember there being an outdoor one. It must've been some like community center putting it on. And I remember being really small at that one. Um, but the first one I kind of remember and that stands out to me is the Fort William one on Mount McKay. And I remember my sister and I, um my sister's like yeah we're gonna like camp up there and I was like okay we camped like right on the ledge of the mountain and it was like so close but that's kind of like what I first remember um also close to Thunder Bay is um the Minnesota border so there is um a power just on the other side of that border and that was a competition one I remember um and I think I danced at that one and yeah that's I haven't been to, oh, I've been to Wiki, been to that one. Um, yeah, those are kind of like the main ones I remember. I think we're, we're really lucky that our, both of our, where we live and our homes are like on the border or like on the, what Western people know as the border. Yeah. Because we didn't have borders back then. But um, we're really lucky that we were able to go down into the States all the time and like see what, the, what those homies were doing in the stateside powwows. Those homies. <laughs> those homies. I wonder how they're doing now. <laughs> yeah. Um, sorry. Sorry, guys. My cat is playing with her, her scratcher. And I'm like, this, you had all morning. But today when I'm recording, this is what you want to do with your life? Oh, my goodness. I had to put my our dog in. Uh, his kennel while I'm recording because he would just be into things or I don't know oh my god was that actually her in the back yeah she like jumped off the wall to scratch <laughs> oh my <laughs> god crazy. okay okay um so wait 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 one of our one of our listeners it's my my best friend Erica she was like I can't she's like I'm dying at all the time you make a joke and you laugh at your own joke and I'm like Grace is laughing too and she's like no it doesn't sound like it I'm like no I'm on I'm on the recording and she I know she's laughing that's why I'm laughing but she's muted oh geez (laughs) people think that I'm just like here laughing at my own joke and you're not yeah oh my goodness well since he's in here Nico 
yeah let's have our special guest on today yeah this is our guest today here we have a question for our special guest have you been to a powwow nico can i ask you a question come here come here look at quay's there come here talk into the mic like you're singing come here he's really shy now he's shy now he's shy I forget Quay, he like, every time he thinks of like work, he's like, he associates you or like <laughs> Toronto, he associates you. So like every time we bring that up, he'll like say Quay and I'm like, oh yeah, no. Remember um, when he couldn't say my name properly and now it's Kay? Yeah. That's cute. And I think I might be Kay again with my, with my own nephew um, <laughs> because he has he has two other no a couple of their aunties um so I think I just might be K as well there or I don't know Q I have to figure out that but I made him a little ribbon shirt um and I was like bragging to Laureline and Deanne I was like all of it but okay so I sewed growing up and I sewed in high school but I haven't in like 10 years and I was like all of a sudden I like my hands touched the fabric and the ribbon and it was like blood memory like I just made I just made it <laughs> so I'm very so like again you you were on mute <laughs> I know I was on mute and you know what Erica for listening I'm maybe I laugh quietly because I don't go on mute that often but I was on mute because Nico was playing with like a magnet and it was kind of making some noise but I was laughing at that joke actually it wasn't, a joke. it wasn't a joke it was true it was you it was your blood memory yeah, because my grandma and my mom were like big sewers. Like they sewed all of our costumes for Halloween. Um, and that's like another reason why I haven't been dancing is because um, I don't have, my mom and my grandma usually made all my regalia. So now it's like the onus is on me to make yeah. my own. And it's like, okay, well, five years have passed since my mom passed. So now I'm like, oh, I have to make it. Oh, <laughs> do you have a, your own sewing machine? Yeah, like. They bought one for me for Christmas when I was like 15 or 16. And then my mom just took it over, which was fine because I, I didn't really do it all that often, only when I had to, um, or when they, when they had forced me to. <laughs> yeah. So I, I might start it up again. You, you never know. You totally should. I feel like, cause I'm kind of like the main woman here for my, like, it's just me. Right. Like I think of also Ben's mom, but I'm just like, wait, no, this should be on me now that I have Nico. Cause there's been a couple times I'm just like, oh man. Um, like I could like, this needs to be sewed. And I'm like, who's going to sew it? And I'm like, oh, this should be me. So, and I do want to learn to sew. I found that like with my life and other things, I've been so cared for and nurtured by my family that I'm like, oh my God, my light fixture broke. Who's going to fix it for me? Like, I don't have my brothers or my dad here. Or <laughs> like, who's gonna shovel my like I don't so yeah now now the onus is on us as adults to take care of ourselves take care of ourselves I know um but I was talking to my friend Nora again and her daughters and we were like looking at all the beautiful like skirts and stuff and like she knows how to sew as well she just learned and they know how to bead and I was like guys we can do this we can spend all winter crafting Mm -hmm. we craft a whole weekend each month and then we show up to powwows and we can have our own business. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like trying to convince them to do it. I think I did. So if you see us next summer, 
um come support <laughs> come support us okay this is kind of on topic but a little off topic but it's going on like the whole because I was thinking of you like traveling to each powwow and everything and um I won't say who to, um has done this because it's like personal to me but she started um or she um and her partner got like a car bought a cargo van and like um transformed it like they renovated the back of it like you got to insulate it and everything and add flooring and you add a little kitchen and you add like the wood to like put a bed they're living in a van and I'm just like they went out west and like traveled out there and I'm like that is so cool I like so badly want to do it but cargo vans are pretty expensive I was like looking them up you were cargo vans are expensive. you were so serious you started to look up the cost yeah I was so serious what I was so serious I looked up the cost and I'm like oh man this is like that's like an expense if we were to like live in it for like half the year like because people actually do like they're like that's their home yeah it's so nice that it's their home and I'm like man if if I just could and I'm like like our second vehicle because we only have one vehicle I'm like it could be like a second vehicle we just have like a bed and everything in the back but you could go camping as well so like I see how it would work yeah, it would be like a camping thing. And then I was thinking like we could hit up the powwows in it and it'd just be so perfect. But cargo vans are like <clears throat> 40 grand. I think that's really good. You should do it. My brother and Bridget are talking about getting like a thing that goes on top of a truck to go do that. Mm. I think I'm not a camper cargo van person. I think I'm definitely a hotel person yeah yeah um I might do a tent once in a while I'm not (laughs) (laughs) I really like that idea though like if I had if I had kids or when I have kids that's totally something I would do because I wouldn't want them to not I want them to be camping kids yeah you would go out of your comfort zone yeah I would step out of my comfort zone and be a camper a camping mom Okay, back to powwows and to finish it up, we have first time planning a powwow, our tips. Mm-hmm. Um, Quay, do you want to say the first three or four? The first one is, yeah, it's key. It's almost critical. There's one more that's really critical. So it's pretty key. Is you no, need all of ours are critical. That's how important okay. you should be writing our points down. They're all critical, but this is <laughs> critical, critical. Like This is like the key to success. this is you don't have a powwow without it which is true it's it's true you need okay so you need a minimum of three drums yeah okay Mm -hmm. everyone got that down yeah next next um you need two head dancers Mm -hmm. two minimum and they're like the point of the head dancers are they're the ones that are going to lead the dance they're the, like the they're the ones that are going to get people going like you see these, yeah. these like head dancers with their beautiful regalia you're going to want to be out there with them yeah okay what's the next way number three you need to find in your own circle or in your own community the deadliest of deadly mcs yeah and if you don't know what an MC is, 
It's actually the master of ceremonies. I didn't know that. Yeah. That is important. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So you need a promotional start of two to three months in advance. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that kind of leads into having everyone booked four to six months out. Um, just so it's in everyone's calendar and then you start promoting it um, really as soon as you can. So um, that's our tips. Uh, and then this is one of our favorite parts um, is the food vendors. Um, so yeah, our, the food vendors. So in our experience of planning, um, we didn't, we couldn't get a food license. Who is joining? Hi, Gary. We have a So my dad, my dad is jumping in. Oh, he's um, a powwow staff. He's yeah. Powwow so my, staff sure done. We have an official member of the Gardner River Powell community commit committee on this podcast. Um, and he has a critical tip. And to add to the list, so our listeners jot this down. What is it your tip? My tip is uh, volunteer. Get as many volunteers as you can. Uh-huh. Oh. And if uh, you can find uh, students mm-hmm. that want to, uh, what you call that? Uh, volunteer hours. High school? Yeah. 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 You know, you need, uh, what you call that? What's it called? Community hours. Community hours. If you need community hours, get as many of those kids to volunteer. Yeah, yeah, we had a lot of volunteers and helped make it go smoothly. It was pretty smooth. Yeah, that was a point we missed, Clay. I know, but good thing we had the Powell Committee here. I know. (laughs) Like, it was perfect. (laughs) And then, Clay, what's the last one? The last critical tip that the dad that I was saying is that you need craft vendors. It's like critical for the economy to, to for the indigenous economy mm-hmm. to thrive and for your own personal pleasure <laughs> of shopping. You need craft vendors to buy things. Well, <clears throat> if if you put out uh, advertisement for a powwow, yeah, how long? How far ahead? You should uh, go. Uh, well, we only had uh, a few weeks, but you should start. And say so if you're having it in August, you should start in March. Whoa, we that we only said two to three months. No, no, it takes I would love quite a while people to people are get planning their organized summers. And, stuff. and you send your poster out and the people, yeah, the uh, vendors uh-huh. will see your poster and then they will plan their circuit. Okay, right, 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 right. Because it's not, yeah. Because it it's the, in the summer. Uh, it's in the summer, and all the like the dancers and the drummers, uh, the food vendors, the craft vendors, they look at all what's going on. That's why you got to put yours out early. Okay. Because so, they want to plan their circuit. Yeah. That's what we call a circuit. So they'll go from, uh, say, if we go here to St. Reed, they'll hit uh, Garden River, uh, Serpent River, Mississauga, Teslan. Uh, this is after that one, but yeah. Uh, I know. Well, I'm just giving an example. Oh, yeah. And then so that they know all along the North Shore where they're going to be every weekend. Right. Yeah. Or where in your region, because our, our listeners are from all over, yeah. where in your region they're going to go. You have to plan ahead. Okay. Yeah. So before before March, you have to have your date set yeah. for summertime powwows. Yeah. Okay. You heard <clears throat> it here first. Uh, and if you're just starting out with your powwow, yeah. don't expect the uh, a huge crowd because when we did ours we didn't get a huge crowd but now people know uh, that we have a good powwow 
and it uh, and it's a nice pile and everybody enjoys it. So yeah. they, they, a lot of people come. Yeah. Like we got uh, people from Thunder Bay. Oh. We've got no Escoggins, uh, Escoggins, mind you, but we got people from Thunder Bay. <laughs> Sorry, Greeks. <laughs> but uh, people will come from all over. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like when we have uh, the uh, Algoma power, well, I have nothing to do with that, mind you. Right. But we, that's something that we would talk about because we host a college power as well. So what? Yeah. They, we have people coming from the United States mm -hmm, mm -hmm. all over because then they, it's the first powwow and all, and they want to get their uh, their joints moving again. So we get <laughs> we get a lot of people that, that come. Yeah. So if you have one at uh, if you're planning one for uh, Humber, well you you start out uh, well you should start now because it's going to be like a first one. You should start now and try to figure out what's going on and stuff. And oh, COVID protocols. How did you guys do that? You had a COVID. <laughs> One COVID person who was in charge of it, eh? Yeah, well, we had, uh, well, because of uh, our, our driveway, we had two of us working uh, and just asking, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then we took their name down and uh, their phone number. Contact tracing. Uh, and they said, why is that? So contact tracing, just in case something happened. Because oh. didn't that place down south, where was it? Mount Pleasant, they had a whole COVID blow up? Yeah. That was that was awful. Yeah. Okay, oh, so we're gonna wrap. We're gonna wrap our. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was your tips. We're gonna wrap it. Do you want to oh. wrap it with us? Because y'all gotta get ready for the powwow. Yeah. Well, I gotta, I gotta so jealous. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, everyone, that was Gary Buzzano. That it was Quay's dad who was on the powwow committees, powwow staff. So he was filling in on the gaps of the critical points we missed. <laughs> Yeah, that was so that was so good. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> I think you heard me. Oh, I love that. Um, yeah, well, this was a good episode of well, at least I I hope so. The one yeah, this was um an informative, uh factual episode. Maybe you're taking notes, maybe where we could call each other Professor Grace and Quay. We're just coming yeah. in with the if you want, if you want to bring us in for your community, for your own Powell community, we'll come and do a quick little presentation. Like, yeah, Professor exactly. Grayson Clay, we'll be like consultants. How yeah, up a powwow. Here's mm -hmm. the steps. We'll lay it out nice and clean and crisp, and you'll know what to do. We'll um, get it approved by my dad for. <laughs> yeah, we'll get it approved because clearly we missed some. It's funny we were like hyping up. These are the critical points, and then we just miss a couple. <laughs> like the volunteers are so clutch like they, yeah they need they needed to be maybe at the top like not like you can't just run a pal with one person you no need, you need the whole community mm -hmm. so quay i'm really jealous of your day you have ahead of you enjoy the powwow enjoy the day enjoy being with family when are you heading back to southern ontario we are leaving tomorrow so we're gonna when the, so this airs tonight so today we would have had like the best day at the powwow we would have got a little sunburnt got a little cultural turnt <laughs> and then <laughs> take a nap have a good meal with our families and then we're hitting the road if you're listening to this monday we're on the road today so send us your good traveling energy we hope that we keep our ac in the van for the whole time and nothing bad happens like that um and then 
until next week. Thank you for listening. If you missed any tips, let us know. Um, until next time. Peace to Lou. Bye y'all. So your podcast, Andy's know that life can be tough and we want to end our episode with promoting the hope for wellness talk line. The hope for wellness um, helpline offers immediate help to all indigenous people across Canada. It is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week to offer counseling and crisis intervention. Life can be tough and we've all been there. So call the toll free helpline at 1-855-242-3310 or connect online to their chat at hopeforwellness.ca. And remember that your podcast entities love you.